Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL, when things seem fishy, then you probably smell the crooked referees or Roger Goodell. Yeah, yeah. like this, and I'm a who that. Every day I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose or winning, I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that. Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You're now rocking with the Sports Coma with Big Q and the guys where we have intense, entertaining, educating, and enlightening sport talk from your favorite sports. I'm Big Q. Shout out to the fam, man. We up in this thing. Early morning broadcast up in this thing. Shout out to the Who That Nation. Appreciate you guys for joining me for this installment of the show. Please feel free to hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. Hit the share button and share the stream on your social media feed with other diehard black and gold family members as we get it pumping and popping, man. Shout out to the fam, man. This one, man, let me tell you something. A lot of stuff going on, man. I don't Listen, a lot of people got smoke for Mike Thomas, man. Y'all cut that out, man. You know, the guy trying to get healthy is just one of these situations that occur when you get hurt and the guy just has to get healthy. And, um, He's impactful when he's on the field, but just your best availability uh, ability is the availability. And, uh, you know, uh, just another setback for Mike uh, in this one. So this one's called Saints wide receiver Mike Thomas needs toe surgery and was put on IR. He's saying that that things wasn't responding as fast as they would like it to have been. Mike's been out for a while now, and now it, it appears that he'll be shut down for the rest of the season. So. We're going to cover this story and others. We're going to also get intricate like I used to do, uh, uh, you know, how I usually do on these type of items where we talk about uh, not only that, but also the timeline on what it'll take for him to get completely healthy. And we'll also look at Mike Thomas's contract because a lot of people saying we got to trade him. 
we got to trade him, man. We can get him up out of here. Number one, stop saying that. Number two, you're not going to be able to trade an injured player. So this is the same stuff that happened when Mike was fighting an injury before the fact. Players get hurt. That's what happens. Players get hurt. Now, prior to that, Mike Thomas had a string of seasons where he was balling. You know, he was one of the top guys in the game. And now he has a couple of seasons back to back where he has to be able to rehab and get back to 100 percent. But at some point, you know, you would know once Mike gets healthy that he'll contribute. So that's why the Saints have the insurance policy known as Jarvis Landry, who was a a participant in practice today, which is good news as we'll get him back. That's why Jarvis is here. Uh, The Saints were looking at the future and Mike Thomas and others were instrumental in it. Kind of propelling them to go and get Chris Olave with multiple first round draft picks. Look like look how that's turning out for you. So the future is still bright, no matter how you shake it and bake it in the New Orleans uh, building. Bottom line, we'll start getting a lot of our guys back healthy as the season progresses. And Mike Thomas, just the only thing is for him to get healthy, to work on getting him right. So he has to get the surgery and ultimately come back. But anyway, let's get into this article, man. And. Let me play this, man. This is uh from uh what's his face uh from ESPN. And he speaks about it. Let's hear what he has to say and I'll comment after the fact. Michael Thomas is one of the best receivers in football. I fear this is going to be the ending of what could have been an incredible career. Oof. Yeah, this is awful news Did obviously. Did you have to say for, that then? Michael Thomas is one of the best receivers in football. I fear this is going to be the ending of what could have been an incredible career. Oof. Yeah, this is awful news, Did obviously. Did you have to say for, that, Dan? For, Did you have to say that? <laughs> I, for, he's one of my favorite receivers. For Michael. Well, <sighs> Oblorsky, man, listen, bro. It's not the end of his goddamn career. It's not the end. And people throw out these things and they say this stuff. And it's totally not the truth. It's not the truth. It's not the end of his career. I mean, he still has contract years left for the Saints. And uh, they'll rework his contract just like the, they do with many players. But the Saints see Mike Thomas as a component for success in the future. Now, we have to take this one step at a time. We have to wait to see if he gets healthy, when he gets healthy, and then move from that point forward. Because once he gets healthy, who knows, he might actually stay healthy. You know, there is no, you know, there's no way to foresee this type of stuff. So I don't see Mike Thomas as it's over with for him. He's still a young wide receiver. He just needs to get healthy. So for him to take it there, that's stupid, man. But that's what they do. All right, anyway, this is Cat Terrell from ESPN. Saints wide receiver Mike Thomas will be placed on the injury reserve and likely miss the rest of the season, according to Dennis Allen. Allen said Thursday he had a dislocated second toe. Will have surgery to repair it, likely ending his season. I'm not going to get into any time frames now. You haven't done a damn thing in getting into time frames on any of these guys. No time frames on Marshawn Lattimore. No time frame on Jarvis Landry when he was hurt. And we just, after several weeks, Mike's been hurt. This is the first time that you've gotten anything about him. Didn't my, it wasn't a Dennis Allen who not too long ago told the who that nation that Mike Thomas is, he's progressing. He's, you know, we like where he's at right now. And, and, and all of a sudden what happened? How could Dennis Allen be so incompetent on a lot of these uh, these, you know, giving us calls on these on these players, you know, I mean, just terrible. Even when the reporter asked him about Michael Thomas's toe a week ago, I covered. He was like, well, I'm not a doctor. And, uh, you know, I, 
man, it's just it's it's crazy how this guy is. But anyway, he said, I'm not going to get into time frames right now. I don't know. I don't know that. Allen said he's not he's going to go on IR. I don't anticipate he'll be able to return this year. And, and truth be true to power is that if you remember, this was said. Cat Terrell asked him about this several weeks ago. Well, was it a week ago? About a week ago, maybe so that, you know, why isn't, you know, why didn't you place him on IR then? Well, you know, why didn't you do it then? Well, we could have did it. Remember I played it on the show. So, I mean, it's, it's, he, he still has a lot to learn, man. Thomas has not played in the game since uh, the injury against Carolina in week three. Allen was asked early in the season why Thomas did not go on the IR. You see, I'm just saying that because that this is what I remember. At the time of the injury, it said that the initial timetable potentially put his return around the four game mark, noting that it was a tough decision to put a player on of that caliber on IR if there was a chance he could return ahead of schedule. Allen said Friday that he believed Friday, uh, Thursday, that he believed that Thomas and wide receiver Jarvis Landry, who hasn't played since the Saints game against the Vikings in London in week four, would play this season. But according to Allen on Thursday, Recent tests indicated that Thomas was healing as expected. So you had a setback. So it's some confusion once again in the timelines dealing with Mike Thomas. Okay, Mike Thomas is dealing with a toe issue. Um, but the, the the emotions of the team is like, okay, they should have known, you know, to what degree of, se- uh, uh, you know, severity that this, this injury was going to be. Because most certainly... You could have put Thomas on the IR and opened up a slot for somebody else to come on the team as opposed to keep him there for several weeks. And like they say, didn't play it against week since week three. So, I mean, it was just, I just don't like how Allen is handling a lot of this. And I understand he has to learn this, but he most certainly do. He got to get better at it than what he's doing, man, because this is, don't make no sense. I don't think there was any complication, Alan said. I think we follow what the doctors recommended in terms of trying to rehab it, give him an opportunity to play through it. We went in and had another MRI the other day, and it hasn't healed the way that everybody was kind of hoping it would be. So surgery is the next option. Alan said that Thomas was disappointed because he put in a ton into this to try to get himself back. Yeah, I can understand how soul-crushing this is for Mike. He said, I think Mike worked his tail off and did everything he possibly could do to try to rehab it. This is just something that happens from time to time. It doesn't respond the way we wanted it to. So we felt like surgery was the best option to go ahead and repair it and try to get him healthy. Quarterback Andy Dalton said, ever since I've been here and been in this building, he does everything he can to make sure he can put himself in the best possible situation. It is unfortunate through the last couple of years that he had the injuries he's had, but sometimes it just happens that way. But he's a guy that would do anything in his power to get back. Now, Thomas did sign a five-year, $100 million extension prior to the 2019 season in which he set the NFL record, 149, and was named Offensive Player of the Year. He's missed 31 games since the beginning of the 2020 season. Now, complications from the ankle injury in in the 2020 season Caused him to miss the entire 21 season. While there was some hope he could return last year, Thomas announced on November the 3rd of 21 that he would not return because of a, quote, small setback, end quote. Thomas had a public feud with the team last summer over the timeline of the surgery to repair a torn deltoid and ligaments in the injured ankle. You know, so. So anyway, the bottom line is. uh 
he had a lot of positives this year when he came back. So when he played, he played. Now, he came back to his form. He caught 16 passes for 171 yards. He had three touchdowns in, in his first street game. So a touchdown in the game, including TDs in the season open against the Falcons. He was 5 of 5 in receptions against the Panthers before exiting the game. Obviously, you no, know, Mike has been able to do this in the offense, and we've loved – you know, we love to have him out there, but for him, the most important thing is getting healthy at this point. This is what Andy Dalton said. And and this indeed the true is that no doubt about it, Mike Thomas definitely needs to get help. He's caught five hundred and twenty six passes, thirty five touchdowns, six over six thousand yards, and was named to the Pro Bowl uh in a couple of years, twenty seventeen and twenty nineteen, was the first team all pro in twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen. Mike Thomas is not chopped liver. This is just a situation that happens when you get guys uh, like a Mike Thomas that's dealing with injury. You know, you see, he's he's 29 years of age. He'll be 30 when he comes back. And the bottom line is Mike Thomas just has to get healthy. He just has to get healthy. And speaking of health, let's move on into that. As you can see, how long I put it in, this is in the Google bot. How long does it take for a turf toe to heal? Seek immediate treatment if you have severe pain in the toe, blah, blah, blah. Early intervention is a key component, so they were on it, but they say it could take as long as six months for a turf toe to completely heal. Six months. And the source of this is coming by way of uh, Ben Secours, which is the turf, uh, like a turf toe specialist firm that they set up. I'm not trying to get nobody no plugs, but but they give you a lot of good information about the turf toe, what grade it is and whatnot. And of course, obviously for you to get to the point where you need surgery, it's got to be uh, a grade three because they were expecting it probably was a prior grade or a moderate situation, which is this moderate injury that involves more severe swelling, bruising and swelling. Toe movement is painful and limited. And so when it, it, they felt like in a reevaluation, it wasn't healing fast enough. So they said a complete tear that causes severe pain swelling, bruising, and if patients with a grade three tear might not be able to move their big toe and experience severe pain. Now, if he said he was making progress. Maybe it wasn't a grade three. Maybe it was between a two and a three. But it gives you all the information on it. And then it gives you and tells you, and I think I've covered this before on the stream. Matter of fact, I know I had, if you want to get more information on it, you can simply just put it in the search engine and they'll give you all the information you need. But they're saying that it could take up to six months for it to completely heal. Well, that would that's why they were telling you that more than likely that will complete his season. That will end his season if that's the case, because six months. So if and the Saints are not going to rush Mike Thomas back, you know, it's a turf toe and it needs time to heal. If they have to shelve him for six months, so be it. The Saints have in in the. Sometimes we get we, we short sighted because while Mike Thomas is uh, healing up from these different injuries that has been happening to him over the last year or two, the Saints have developed fantastic wide receivers in his absence. You had the uh, maturation and growth of guys like Marquez Calloway. You've seen Rashid Shaheed come on the scene because of injuries to the wide receiver room with Deontay Harty, who was experiencing uh, prior to this season, he had some positive stuff that was going on, had a rough start of the season for him. Now he's hurt. You've seen other wide receivers on the Saints squad step up and young wide receivers talent. You've seen Chris Olave, who is a fantastic 
wide receiver here. You've seen Jarvis Landry deal with an ankle issue. He's back. So, and the Saints can operate like this because they knew that Mike might have a setback, just like with James. When they went into it with the season, they knew. They knew off top that if Mike Thomas is coming back from a very difficult injury, that we might need an insurance policy. That's why Jarvis Landry is here. Well, you just cashing in the insurance policy. The same thing with Jameis Winston. And then so and in this way, Jameis Winston has actually become a starting quarterback for Jameis, uh, for Andy, well, excuse me, Andy Dalton for Jameis Winston is the insurance policy. And now Dalton is the starting quarterback for the foreseeable future, which is an article we're going to cover next. So with that being said, they're going to shelve Mike, put him on the hour. It's up to six months for that to heal, which would definitely end his season. All I care about moving forward is getting him healthy because when he's healthy, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a monster on the field. Now people going to start saying Q, what about the money, the money, the money, we got to trade him. You can't trade an injured player. You're not going to get good value for him. So let's stop thinking that's going to happen. What on, on IR, what's remaining? Well, you got the 2022 season and of course you got 23 and 24. He's under contract for the next couple of years. And of course he got a phantom deal too. What well, nine playable years for 25 and 26 is the saints way of forcing money into the future. So they don't have to pay it all at once. But as you can see, this is my contract currently as provided by sport track. That's showing you, you see, they reworked the 2022 money. So we won't focus on the 23 and 24 at 15 and a half and then 18.5. Now the saints are not going to play, pay that kind of money for 23. They're going to rework Mike's contract when they get close. No doubt about it. With 50, I think it's like 50 million, right around 50 million. They expected the saints to be, um, in the red this upcoming season, according to some of the latest numbers that could change a bit. But they'll rework the 15.5. If you shelve them right now, you'll have them. If you shelve them right now, which they're doing, and he, he, I know he's heartbroken about it, but you shelve them right now. He still has two years left to go on this contract. You can rework the contract as you see fit and, and come bring him back for the next year. He'll be 100% healthy for training camp and we'll start again. So, I mean, it's just one of the things that has to happen because now it's a focus on just getting the man healthy. Forget football. The Saints have insurance policies in place on the team, and that's what this is. All right, so, yeah. So, people ask me, Q, why don't just trade him? No, number one, you, you can't trade. You're not going to get value for top value for trading an injured wide receiver. And Mike Thomas just needs to get healthy, bottom line. So, let's just shelve the trade talk and all of the Mike Thomas, this, that, and the third, and negative – Right now with the man hurt, he already down on himself because he hurt because he he's disappointed because he hadn't been able to play because he worked his ass off to get back to the season and only for a turf toe to sideline him for this year. Of course, he's he's upset. So we don't need to pile on dog pile on uh, Mike Thomas while he's hurt that, you know, that's like kicking the dude while he down. We ain't going to kick the man while he down. Just just let the guy get healthy. And once he gets healthy, then we'll revisit this topic. But you have insurance policies in place like Jarvis Landry and Chris Olave. You got other guys stepping up and playing. So let Mike rehab and we got we'll just deal with what we got on the field. All right. And speaking of which, let's move into that. The injury report for this upcoming for this this Thursday screen or Thursday's injury report. And the Saints, nine players. So then that, that list is dropping a bit. I remember we had 14, 13 eyes down and nine people for the Saints listed 
on the injury report. And of course, you look at it. Mike is obviously on IR where it opened up a spot for the Saints. Ingram is uh, shut down too over the next three to four weeks because of a knee situation that was broken earlier this week. Laddie Daddy's still not playing, which is my key concern. What does it look like for Lattimore? No timeline on him. And of course, the rest of the guys, Jarvis Landry finally made limited after being out with an ankle issue. Troutman uh, had an ankle issue and they were limited. So with Ryan Ramchek with knee, his knee issue, David Onyemata was limited, had a thigh issue. And McCoy pops up on the list with a shoulder issue. And then Chase Hansen is there limited with a knee issue. So the bulk of the Saints are there. A new name to the list and Eric McCoy dealing with some shoulder issue. But uh, we'll, we know that eventually with Mark Ingram out and Michael Thomas out, that opened up a, a position for the Saints to add to the roster. Mark Ingram is a guy that that'll miss three to four weeks dealing with his knee. So Jordan Howard is definitely a guy that the Saints would want to see about bringing on to the team. And might I add Kirk Merritt? Can we uh, let, let's see if the Saints really want to keep the versatility model going. Kirk Merritt should be brought in to help out the wide receiver and running because he can act as a running back and wide receiver. And he gives you kick return and punt return capabilities. He's another playmaker that operates well in space, and he's a guy that can do it all for you. So I would recommend to the Saints, maybe they bring in Kirk Merritt, activate him from the practice squad alone, Rasheed Shahid, Jordan Howard, those guys, and bring him on to the team. I'd like to see what he can bring, but this is what it looks like. Looking at Baltimore's Rasheed Bateman did not play. Still Standing is a podcast of hope. My name is Allie Patterson, and I am your host. On this podcast, you're going to hear stories from people who have encountered a living God and found help and hope in their real life. No matter what your life is like right now or what you think of God, I hope you hear stories like yours, and I hope you walk away thinking there's hope for me too. Everyone on this podcast would gladly say it's because of Jesus that I am still standing. Come find out why. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Sometimes during Christmas, something magical happens. Hey, Cricket customers. The Max with Ads plan is included with the Cricket $60 Unlimited plan at no additional cost. And this holiday season, Max is the one to watch when you're feeling festive. Son of a nutcracker. Cozy up to all the holiday classics like Elf, 8-Bit Christmas, and the Harry Potter 8-Film Collection. Just log in with your Cricket username and password to experience Max on all your favorite devices. Phone plans, streams, and standard definition programming subject to change. Fees, terms, and restrictions apply. See CricketWireless.com for details. He probably won't play at all in the game. Um, 
it's not looking good for Lamar Jackson's favorite wide receiver or favorite catcher of the ball tight end, Mark Andrews, who's dealing with a both foot shoulder and knee. He banged up. One of their backs, Gus Edwards, is has an hamstring issues. He did not practice. Kalias Campbell is getting rest, the big veteran. So is Justin Houston. He's the older guys getting some rest. You can see Ronnie Staley, one of their best offensive linemen, is getting some rest too. Okay, limited is Marlon Humphrey, the fantastic cornerback. And they got Marcus Peters there. And then you have Tyus Bauer, who did Achilles injury, but he fully practiced along with Josh Baines and uh, David Ajabo. So who had an Achilles issue. So Baltimore, man, they were a team of surprises, man. They made some really big moves. And we talked about it on the preview stream. For those who hadn't seen the preview stream, uh, please feel free to check it out. We did it uh, yesterday. A shout out to uh, <laughs> it's a funny brother that popped in on there. Brother Daniel, man. Brother Daniel Wilcox. Very cool dude, man. Real cool dude, man. I could talk to that brother about football for hours, man. So he'll pop up on the uh, the recap stream on Sunday. So it'll be fun to have Brother Wilcox to pop up there and talk about game with us. Real cool cat, man. Appreciating him showing up on the on the uh, on the coma. Uh, funny dude, man. Funny cat. But yes, uh, if you hadn't gotten an opportunity to see that show, please feel free to check it out. A lot of good game is being dropped in, in that show and a lot of good, <laughs> a lot of good laughter and some comedy as well and some good analysis right there as well. So check that out. But yes, this is going to be a really difficult matchup for the Saints. No doubt about it. Getting Jarvis Landry back is a is definitely a plus. But I would say getting Jordan Howard where Mark Ingram is out will be I, I'm not going to disparage Mark because Mark is is a cool cat. But I think jo- Jordan Howard can give the Saints the thunder and lightning combination that we've been looking for. Like you have Elvin is lightning and, and you have a heavy back like Jordan that come that comes in at Jordan Howard that comes in and runs that north south running style. And like Latavius Murray does. And that's something that with Ingram out, hopefully the Saints could utilize that along with Taysom Hill, along a lot, you know, activate Kirk Merritt, Rashid Shahid. So you can see some of the more lesser known guys getting that are playmakers for you who are very versatile that can come in and help you. So hopefully the Saints have that imagination to be able to push that thing, and keep it going. All right, let's move on to this next article right here. Saints coach Andy, I mean, says Andy Dalton. Saints coach says Andy Dalton will be the starter moving forward, which means guess what? That means Jameis Winston. Don't keep asking me about no Jameis Winston. You know, me being Dennis Allen. Don't stop. Don't ask me about every week who's the quarterback. Dalton will be my guy moving forward, which definitely creates a quarterback controversy because now you picking picking Dalton moving forward, which Dennis Allen's just to just handle this. He botched this all the hell, man. He really needs to start thinking more before he starts saying things because he just botched it. He should have never said James Winston was 100% healthy. That That's not that's not true. And I'm pretty sure James and his folks didn't like that. And they know he's not 100% healthy. You can't get 100% healthy from four broken vertebrae and a torn tendon in his, in his foot and all this kind of stuff in that smallish time frame. That wasn't, that totally was not the truth. He should have came out and fix that and say, you know what? I kind of misspoke about it. Jameis is not a hundred percent, you know, ready to go. Uh, he's still rehabbing. That's why we operating with Dalton. And if he handled it that way, then people would say, okay, we got you. Jameis is not the quarterback because 
you know, he's not 100% healthy. But once he gets 100% healthy, he gets his job back, right? Well, that's how it's supposed to work. But for for him to botch it as bad as he did, he, he did it, then, you know, he being Dennis Allen, well, Jameis is 100% healthy. So, but we going with Andy Dalton, which creates a whole new, a whole new and another uh, situation. Totally, just totally botched the handle of it. But anyway, after Saints quarterback Dalton started the last five games, Dennis Allen told reporters Thursday that the team is planning to make him the starter from now on. Quote, Andy's starting, and if we continue to play like we have on offense, which is what our expectation is, Andy will be the starting moving forward. He said that via ESPN, and he says his sh- it's his show to run now, and we'll see how that goes, end quote. So until Allen says differently, Dalton remain a starter for the time being. It will not only be a week to week, will not be a week to week decision. Dalton has gone two and three in the starting contest. He's completed 105 of 161 for 1175. He has nine touchdowns against four interceptions. Jameis was the team's week one starter uh, this season and started the first three games at one and two. However, during week two, Winston revealed that he had four fractures in his back and an ankle injury. He played in two games with injuries before being benched during the team's game in London in week four. Last week, Winston returned to practice and reportedly was healthy enough to start. However, Allen told reporters ahead of October 30th's game that starting Dalton was, quote, an offensive decision, end quote, which is another mishandling. You don't even supposed to say that. I mean, he's just, just screwing this stuff all up to hell. It was an offensive decision. What the, you know, what does that mean? Well, that means that we like Andy Dalton because we feel like Jameis Winston uh, is, is, you know, he can't drive the offense. That's pretty much what it is. Andy Dalton drives the bus better than Jameis Winston does. But the problem is it's a bad comparison because when Jameis was driving the bus this season, he was driving the bus with his arm in the sling, with his leg in the boot, as opposed to a healthy guy. So, and the 100% healthy commentary that was made by Dennis Allen, which is a lie. He's not 100% healthy. It paints Jameis in a bad light. And I can understand Jameis probably pissed about how they're handling this because you don't get before you, you're the head coach of the team. You don't get your big smelly ass up there and start prattling off about players being 100% healthy when they're not. He's botched the, the handling of the Mike Thomas toe situation. He's botched in all of these other injuries with poorish timelines and Really dumb commentary about oh, I'm not a doctor. You don't need to be a doctor to read a medical report. A lot of those are made in layman's language where you can be, un- be you know, you can be able to understand. Now, you're not going to a doctor's not going to talk to you like he's a doctor. They know that they got jargon, how they can speak with each other. They know the terms and what they need to say. All my people that's in medical school and they know what I'm talking about. You're not going to talk to. Somebody that's not in the medical professional like uh, profession like that they are. There's certain jargon and verbiage and stuff like that that these people are uh, when they talk to one of their peers that they expect them to understand. Well, if you talk to a layman, you're not going to give them all this advanced stuff. You're going to break it down where they can understand what's going on. But Dennis Allen is incapable of that. As it appears, he's botched several of these things, and especially with the Jameis Winston quarterback situation, he's totally botched that. It was an offensive decision. And it's often like Jameis can't give you no offense. Is that what's going on here? Because that's what I get from it. Jameis doesn't give you the offense. So we're going with Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton's the backup. But 
he's not the backup anymore. He's the starter and Jameis is the backup. So anyway, uh, with Allen's de- declaration of Dalton's remaining the starter for now, this means that the veteran quarterback will start during the team's primetime showdown against the Ravens on Monday. But listen, let me tell you something. We talked about this on the preview stream. The, the Baltimore Ravens, from a coaching perspective, are very familiar with Andy Dalton. They know about his all his negative tendencies. They know what they need to do to get him kiltered, get up and get him off kilter and start turning the ball over. And because they played him for years, so they're very familiar. And they had great success against Andy Dalton. The Saints simply have to make sure. Now, Dalton's simply a placeholder. He's simply a game manager. That's how he has to be treated. He's captain check down. He checks it down to AK-41. And occasionally you'll see him make a throw or two upfield to a Chris Olave or, or Jawan Johnson or one of these guys to progress the ball, to move the chains, which is what game managers do. So as long as he keeps doing that, he'll have success back there uh, in the in the offensive room because it really is not on him. It's on a running attack. The Saints have found that, and now they're sticking to it. They have to be able to run the ball, and they're figuring out that they're a top five, top ten uh, offense when it comes down to running the ball. And then when you start getting the running game going, the, the play action gets going, you get the passing game going. So that has to be the sticking point for the Saints against them. You got to rely on a rushing attack in which I think Jawan Howard, excuse me, Jordan Howard, the running back should be activated. He should get at least 10 carries in a matchup against Baltimore running right up the center of their defense. We have to challenge them defensively. We have to run up against him. I know Roquan Smith's there, the NFL's top tackler right now, but he's in a new system. He might have some familiarity with the three, four system, but this is the Baltimore variety. He just got there. We, can take advantage of a lot of things that the Baltimore Ravens have at that are deficits right now. So the saints, my, my key thing is the saints have to run the football. I mean, literally get physical with the Ravens defense, run the ball and hold on to the clock, possess the clock. And then when Lamar Jackson gets on offense, the saints have to be able to contain him, not allow him to leak out and create plays with his feet. Cause he's very accurate on the run and he is the quarterback that you definitely don't want to see. He's the one that'll answer the question. Does the saints did the saints defense figure a way to stop a mobile QB, a QB threat who can leak outside the pocket and who's very accurate on the run. Lamar Jackson is who they were envisioning when we talked about that. So the saints, this is a big test for the saints because Baltimore Ravens right here, the saints three and five, a win gets them a close, uh, another game closer to 500. And then the Steelers are behind them. The Steelers are not very good right now, but we have to take care of the business for Baltimore. Bottom line, we have to. We have to run the ball and we have to play some defense. They have to have another strong, they have to have a strong performance on all phases of the game to give us an opportunity to beat this team because Baltimore is not a pushover. This is going to be a very good game. But the Dalton situation, back to the Dalton situation, he's a game manager. As long as they run the ball, and he keeps checking it down and make occasionally makes throws up the field to people like Callaway or Trey Quan Smith or Juwan Johnson, Chris Olave, now Jarvis Landry coming back, Rashid Shaheed. As long as these guys, he can consistently make throws when things open because he'll get an opportunity to throw the ball up the field because the Ravens will have to commit to stopping Elvin Kamara. That's the thing. They're not scared of Andy Dalton. 
They want to lock in, neutralize Elvin Kamara and force Andy Dalton to beat them, which they don't think he can. That's their game plan. So at the end of the day, Andy Dalton is the quarterback moving forward. As long as he game manages, it'll be fine. Uh, am I upset about it for Jameis? No, I think eventually Jameis will completely heal, which is what we need him to do. We don't need the guy playing with four broken vertebrae in his back. Um, let him completely heal. And I think the Saints can win matchups with him, with, with Andy Dalton at the quarterback position, just as long as they don't lose their identity, that they're a running team. If they can do that, they can win back there with that guy. Anyway, that's my call on that. And, of course, finally, Saints add veteran quarterback to the practice squad. New Orleans Saints signed veteran quarterback to the practice squad in preparation for the game against the Baltimore Ravens. Shout out to Bob Rose, man. He's going to have Bob back on the show real soon. Saints have signed QB Brett Hundley to the practice squad on Wednesday after uh, Wednesday afternoon, according to Phil Yates. On Tuesday, the Saints waived defensive back Bryce Thompson from the active roster and released Jake Luton and cornerback Jordan Miller from the practice squad. Huntley has completed 59% of his career throws, over 1,900 yards, nine touchdowns, 13 picks. He also has 309 career rushing yards with two touchdowns. He's 29 years old and was a fifth-round selection out of USC, UCLA by Green Bay back in 2015. He appeared in four games as a reserve, completing two of 10 passes to 17 yards in the pick. In 2017, Huntley received his first NFL start against the Saints. He was 12 to 25, for 87 yards, no touchdown and interception and 44 plays rushing in a 26 to 17 loss to the Saints. So Huntley started nine games as an injury replacement for Aaron Rodgers. He went three and six as a starter, completed 61% of his throws, nine touchdowns, 12 interception, 270 yards rushing. He appeared in three games as a backup for the Cardinals. And he was on the Colts practice squad in 21 and spent the preseason with the Ravens before being released. The, the three and five Saints host the Ravens. So shout out to Bob Rose on the scoop. And uh, Huntley, not really, to be honest with you, I'm not really impressed with this quarterback. He has some athleticism to him, but, you know, I scouted Brett Huntley. You know, he is just, he's missing something, man. It really is. It's like, and I'm I'm not impressed with Huntley. I'm just keeping a buck fifteen with you. He has some athleticism, but the it factor like most quarterbacks have that 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 go get him mentality and I, I just Huntley don't have it, man. He don't have it, man. They expected big things from him when he was in Green Bay to run a QB friendly system, and the only thing he did was throw interceptions. So it's interesting they pick up Huntley here and bring him onto the squad. We'll just have to monitor and see where this goes. But uh, to me, he's an upgrade over Jake Luton, to be honest with you. He gives you a you know a, a better quarterback because Luton hadn't really done anything. And this guy has been, Huntley's been a guy that's been in the NFL for several years now, and he's he's not really something you look at and say, wow, I want that guy on my team. So I, I don't know what they're looking at here, but they picked him up. So not really impressed with this guy. I'm going to be honest with your family. I sc- scouted this dude. And he just don't have it, man. He has some athletic gifts, but he's wildly inconsistent. And what he's doing, he's it's just the it factor that you expect quarterbacks to have. A galvanizing factor. This dude don't have it, man. He, you know, it's his personality, I guess, is what I'm it's 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 a throw off. How a quarterback's supposed to be like you have that rah-rah mentality, that leadership type stuff. I don't get that from Brett Huntley. So I don't I I probably I, I don't know. 
I probably was look. I would look in the, you know, going a different direction. But we'll see what the Saints are doing with this. But not really, really, <laughs> nothing really great. I can, you know, kind of put on Brett Hundley, man. I'm not impressed with him. Anyway, let's keep it going, man. Recap and Mike Thomas, of course, uh, placed on the IR about a black and gold. Uh, he has to have surgery, so uh, we'll just let Mike heal up, man. We'll come back on the flip side and talk about. Uh, what goes on with him once he's healed. But, you know, when he's healthy, he's a game manager in three games he played. He had three. Uh, he had three touchdowns. So when he plays, he balls. So let's not pile on the man while he hurt, man. Let him get healthy for at least. We talked over the injury report. We broke that down. We talked about Andy Dalton is the starter moving forward right now. And so Jameis is the backup. He's a third stringer. Once again, he started off the third stringer. He's the third stringer again. He came in the first year as a third stringer. He's the third stringer again. So uh, he'll be holding the clipboard and he'll be an emergency quarterback for the Saints if they need him. So, and of course, do you talk about Brett Huntley? So, with that being said, fam, that's going to put the stream at an end. Shout out to the fam. Appreciate y'all joining me early in the morning like this. Uh, shout out to the fam. Appreciate y'all, man, for the support. And uh, please feel free to hit the like button, fam. With a few subscribers, maybe several dozen off of hitting our 10,000 uh, subscriber base, man. Sports Coma, the longest and number one independent, longest running Saints podcast in the land, man. We was doing this uh, way before uh, a lot of people have been in the game. So really proud about where we've been as a platform, not just with Saint Talk, but with Pelican Talk. Same thing with the Pelicans. And a lot of stuff that we've been doing over the many years, over 50 plus shows uh, a month that we do over several streams, man. So uh, Sports Coma really is climbing and it's because of you guys. So with that being said, please feel free to hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, subscribe, hit the subscribe button and help us hit that 10,000 plus uh, subscriber base as we barreling forward, man. And in, uh, in an exciting season, man, for the Pelicans, the Saints. A lot of great things. LSU as well. We're doing a lot of great things, seeing a lot of great uh, sporting events going on, boxing wise and all that kind of stuff. And Saints will climb back up in this thing, man, and get back to 500 and be a factor in the NFC South. You heard it here first, baby. So with that being said, fam, y'all feel free, free to hit the link tree link that's in the description section below for all the fantastic merch. Uh, right now, you can go there and get 10 percent off on our merch in the merch shops right now we're going to be doing holiday sales coming up soon uh for the merch shops we're gonna have a few more uh, designs we're getting ready to release some more collections coming out real soon so keep supporting family as we keep building and putting this thing together so with that being said i'm gonna get out of here i appreciate you guys uh and your support like i said hit the like button hit the subscribe button help us get that tenth out and we're gonna move forward on that thing. Much love to the fam. And I'ma holler at y'all later. Who that? Yeah. Huh? Boogie like Benson, I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Long as I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose all winning, I'm a who that. Sports coma, yeah, this is where we do that. 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 Huh? Boogie like this and I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Somebody please better help. Running this thing like Elf. Thank God every day I'm not a felt. Go to YouTube live with Big Q and the guys. If you ain't ride or die, the bandwagon get flipped. Been marching in, that was way for the ring. I was yelling out your shame for the championship. Bucking on town, duck down. 
Falcons pluck gets shut down. Panthers ain't much touchdown. The vision really blown to us now. So much hate on the Saints, you could probably tell. Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL, when things seem fishy, then you probably smell the crooked referees on Roger Goodell. Yeah. like this, and I'm a who that. Every day I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose all winning, I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that, eh. Where we do that, eh. Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, eh. Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. You're listening to the sports coma. It's Big Q and the guys on the PRO Network. Everything New Orleans Saints, New Orleans Pelican, LSU Tigers, even the top flight boxing news. So if you're a Who That and you're looking for a place to stay up on your team, WhoThatDaily.com is your site. The WhoThatDaily.com for the sport Who That in all of us. That's right, the Pro Shop is the platform store where you can go and buy all the latest merch to support the platform. Available at the Pro Shops, we have dozens of hundreds of products available for you and your family. Unisex tees for men and women, hoodies and sweatshirts, tank tops, kids and baby items, long sleeve tees, mugs, pillows, wall art, bath bedding, face masks, phone cases, stickers, bags, fanny packs, socks, hats, and many other items. Please feel free to check out the Pro Shops. The link is in the description section below. And remember, it helps the platform continue to grow. Check out the Pro Shop. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community 
of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com/play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy.